Thank you, Bella. It's good to see you as well. Welcome back to another edition of the Soccer Specialist Podcast. And today, I'm going to try and make this one a little bit shorter. They've gotten long recently. Have you noticed that? You get tired of hearing my voice. So we're going to try and make this a quick one. I was just thinking of something. While I'm currently going through Dominate Game Day myself, I recently did week three, session number two. It's a session with a ball. Okay, and for those of you that don't know that don't have it, it's eight of the 16 conditioning sessions are done with a ball. Uh, also, as a reminder, I haven't done this myself since I created the program, so <laughs> I'm getting a reminder of what it's like. So I have to give a shout out and say congrats to all of you who have finished because it is not an easy program, but it is well worth doing. If you don't have the program, that's okay. This is still going to be valuable for you. It's just kind of reminding me about a few things that I think are really important. Now, I will mention what the last thing in the session is, and that is bells or foundations or side to sides um, are some of the various names, just basically inside of right, the inside of one foot to the inside of the left foot back and forth. And it's done for eight sets of 30 seconds of work and 30 seconds of rest. And this is done. This is the last thing you do in the program. Okay. In that, that day's session. And it was the, the reason I do this is a few reasons. One, you need to be technical when you're tired, right? Mistakes are made at the end of games for a couple of reasons. It's fatigue, and then what happens is they make poor decisions, and they also make simple technical mistakes because of that fatigue, where it might be you know, a 10-yard pass that they can make in their sleep, and they're inaccurate with it, you know, or a bad dribble or just a bad first touch or a bad clearance from a defender. So bells are pretty simple. Technically, there's pretty simple technical drill, but still to do it well, to get a lot of quality touches, you still need to be focused and dialed in mentally on what you're doing. And that's not easy when you're tired. You got to be on the balls of your feet. You've got to get the knee up enough so the middle of the foot can connect with the middle, middle of the ball prop, and it has to be a properly weighted touch so you can quickly go boom, 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 one foot to the other without the ball getting in the air or getting a little ahead of you or behind you or so forth. So it's not as easy as it seems when you just finished a conditioning session. But again, you need to be technical when you're tired. Now, out of curiosity, because I wanted to get an idea, uh, I, I counted my touches because again, bells is something easy to count touches. And I counted them I averaged 92 touches per round. So at 736 touches in the eight minutes, only four of those minutes were actual work. So I averaged 92 touches per the, the 30 seconds. Again, with bells, boom, 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 right? So other more complicated uh, ball mastery patterns is not going to be as many touches. But look, I'm also old and out of shape. Um, coming back from a broken toe that hasn't healed properly. I've had a sore knee for a while, which is what happens when you scrimmage with your players and they don't like you very much. You end up getting knocked around a bit and stomped and all that good stuff. But anyway, with the rest of the session, which included speed dribbling, again, this was the ball session for conditioning, speed dribbling, sharp cuts, turns, all that good stuff that you do with the ball. I'd estimate by the by what I went through in the time and, and the dribbling, probably 2,000 to 3,000 touches in the program, depending on your conditioning and you know how many dribbling touches you get with each thing. Uh, and so forth. So this is, and again, this is from a conditioning session and you're doing technical drills with the ball that are game, very much game related, game specific. And you learn to focus in and be technical while fatigue sets in, while you're getting tired. And it really is a big deal to be able to do that. And it will mean a lot 
the end of the game, not just because you're in better condition and better shape, but you're also learning to deal with the ball and doing technical things while you're fatiguing, okay? It's not just about the work without the ball in terms of conditioning. And look, we all know mastering the ball is absolutely crucial to the game. Being in shape is crucial to the game. You know, that that lack of comfort with the ball is why so many players kick the ball away or they do what's kind of like, you know, they hit it in the general area of a teammate, but it's definitely not a pass. You, you know what I mean? I'm sure you've all seen this. You've probably done it at times when you feel under pressure. And, uh, you know, that's but a lot of that you're seeing that is because players aren't comfortable with the ball. They, they're not comfortable controlling it in tight spaces. And so if they can't play the one or two touch, they either lose it or they just kick it away because they can't keep it under pressure and they don't want to lose it right there. They'd rather at least knock it downfield. Uh, I saw a great example of this last fall in a high school game where a center back does clearly, you know, she was, you know, athletic, fast, good defender, all that, but clearly had no confidence in keeping the ball. So whenever it came to her and she felt a little bit under pressure, just booted it away. Didn't connect on a single pass all game, which was amazing to me. So again, remember the better condition you are, the easier the game is, especially near the end. The fewer mental mistakes you're going to make, the fewer technical your mistakes you're going to make as you train and work on technical drills while you're fatigued. Um, and, and to that point, understand you need to do a lot of technical work when you're fresh. I'm not saying always go out there and, and get tired before you do technical work because you want to, if you truly want to improve technically and you go out there and you do technical work while you're fresh with your ball mastery and everything I'm saying in turn, this is why I add elements like that to a conditioning program as well, because I think it makes a real, real difference, both for your mental focus and your technical skills when you are tired at the game, at the end of the game. Okay. Um, again, I said the fewer mistake, mental mistakes you're making, the fewer technical mistakes. And look, let's face it. I think, I don't know who said it, but I believe it's an actual phrase. Fatigue makes cowards of us all. So true, right? When you're out there sucking wind, you can't even get a breath. You're so tired. You're a lot less likely to want the ball to make that 50-yard sprint. You need to make the stop a counterattack or, or make the run forward to support the ball or what have you, right? It's it's we all know we all been there. We know what that's like. And see, I'm going to leave it there. I told you we're going to make this back to a kind of more normal time. I just wanted to get that out there while I was thinking of it. I, I thought it was important to discuss. I am going to watch the women play Mexico tonight. I'm recording this a couple hours before the game. Um, I'm really interested in seeing the final roster as for those of you who don't know, Olympic rosters only allow 18 while world cup rosters, I believe are 23. It's a big, big difference, right? Who are the, if you didn't change, if you didn't bring it, even bring in anyone new, right? Just look at the 23 from the world cup roster two years ago. What five players do you take off of that roster? That is not going to be an easy decision. Uh, personally, and personally, because of that, I'm not sure you can carry both Alex and Carly with Carly playing the nine and only the nine at this point. Do you carry both of them and go short on other positions? I don't know if you can do that. I wouldn't be want to be the one to make that decision. <sighs> Who am I kidding? Of course, I'd love to be the one to make that decision. And obviously, the answer to that is, um, anyway, once again, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate every single one of you that listens and shares the podcast, shares it. If, if you're a parent, maybe shares it with your player and gets them listening. Let's uh, teammates and teammate parents know and all that. I really do appreciate that's how we get the word out. Um, I do want to wish everyone a fantastic Independence Day weekend. 
Don't scare the dogs with fireworks. Take the fireworks away from the dogs. If you don't have Dominate Game Day, please go check it out on Amazon. I think you'll love it. Just do a search on Dominate Game Day. It will come up. Also, check out Impact Soccer Performance at ImpactSoccerPerformance.com. That is it. I am done. I think we're going to get this under nine or ten minutes. Wow, unbelievable, especially if you heard the interview that I just did with Buford uh, Mobley. You'll be shocked that this is under ten minutes. And I will talk to you later. Mm -hmm.